that donkey's had to claim her like a spider monkey. No, no, no. Don't you dare call him Mr. Kipling. That is a <laughs> sacred name. Because I genuinely thought he was going to take you. Second time seeing him in two weeks, um, which, you know, that makes me happy. And it ended up going back the way. So you know that and then went, yeet. Yeah, so. It's not one, two, three. It's a pop, pop, pop. It's a toot, toot. Oh, toot, toot. There you go. Toot, toot. Hello and welcome to the KNK Wrestle Factory. My name is Kyle. I am one of your hosts, and as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Kaylee. Hello. It's been a while. Did you forget what I looked like? I mean, it has been. It has been a, a little bit of a while. Um, I think the last episode we did was end of May, so a couple of months. Yeah, like after the birthday and everything since then. Yeah, that's what I'm going to blame. The hiatus on, you know. Me being drunk. The events of your birthday come up. And then, yeah, it's a whole thing, isn't it? You, you fall off the bandwagon. It's It's been wild, to be fair. We went to a festival. Oh, of course we did, yeah. Yeah, went to a festival. Fun times. Travelled a wee bit. By travelled, I meant up and down the country. Nowhere exciting, because we work and just locked down. Well, not even locked in. I can't even blame that anymore. I'm just skint. Um, I spend all my time going to wrestling. Um, what else we doing? We've got some wrestling shows. We have. Not in Aberdeen. Shock. Which is a surprise. It's a, it's a big surprise not going to wrestling shows in Aberdeen, to be honest. Yeah. Um, some better than others. It no. wasn't by choice, to be quite honest. Um, they just didn't run any shows that we could go to. That is very true. That is very true. Um, so today we're going to be doing our review of WrestleZone's Battle of the Nations. Uh, we ventured back up to Aberdeen for the first show since Aberdeen Anarchy. Uh, the guys obviously do their, their gala sort of stuff during the summer. Uh, so there's a bit of a break between Anarchy and, and Nations. So this was our first chance to get back up the road, see the boys, you know, get a wrestler's own show back under our belts. Because uh, it was it was becoming a nice routine. Uh, yeah. And unfortunately, we've had to have a couple of months off, but we're back fully in the swing of things. Uh, we say that next show is not until the end of October, but that's neither here nor there. Well, the shows might not be back in full swing, but we actually are. So we always say it every time we're back. We're doing it again. But every time things come up this time we genuinely have a plan i know shocking so yeah. you have you actually have to see us more often we have a whiteboard and everything i don't want to brag or anything not just any whiteboard because it's not actually a whiteboard i think you'll find i decided to go on my cricket machine and made a whole photo frame planner thing hit me up for your christmas presents commissions open it was good it's got everything on it Plans. So yeah, we're, we're organised as much as we can be. Um, elephant in the room. Uh, obviously, I am wearing my lovely Greg's t-shirt. I thought you were going to talk about the weight I put on. I was like, you it. <laughs> yeah, I cannot talk. So, um, lovely Greg's garments that we've got on. So, uh, me and Kaylee are big fans of the Greg's merchandise range. Um, do I Greg talk us through some of the items that you, you've picked up? So, if anyone knows me, I, I'm not very subtle at anything in life, right? 
I love a, a bold item. So as soon as I found out Greg's and Primark were doing a wee collab, I was like, here we go. So I decided to get, it's like a black, um, like a dress top thing, which says Greg's on it. Quite subtle, quite nice. Wee belt, shebang. Um, what else did I get? I got a bag, like a tote bag, which looks like a steak bake wrapper. Sorry, I'm just trying about eating a steak bake right now because I'm starving. Um, I got a bum bag, or like whatever you want to call it, um, which is really cool. It looks the exact same as your t-shirt, though, if you wore it camouflaged statement piece. But that's not all I got. I got an investment. Do you know what they brought out last time? And everyone went wild for them, and you couldn't keep them on the shelves, and they were selling for hundreds of pounds after it? Shoes. What did they lose this time? Greg's Crocs. You gal got some. They look cheap and nasty, to be fair, and they'll never actually grace my toes. But um, they're an investment. I feel like it was a good buy. What about yourself? What did you get? I played it safe. I went for the, the Greg's t-shirt, um, the oversized t-shirt, and the bucket hat, which is reversible. So it's the same same pattern as this. And on the other side, it's just black with the wee Greg's logo. But the funny thing is, Kyle, when he wears the bucket hat, so I, you can see him, um, Kyle may be straight edge, but he looks like the biggest stoner you'll ever meet. When he wore a bucket hat, people were literally stopping him in town, asking him questions. Um, it's just how he does. So it was hilarious. But you and your brother got matching bucket hats, which was quite nice. We like did. Family bonding and all that. And we did make sure to like alternate. So if I had the Greg's like pattern, he had the black with the wee logo, vice yeah. versa. So you're repping Greg's today. I am repping my boys, Cleveland. A Cleveland fan, very different vibes. Very, very different. <laughs> um, also on the topic, obviously you mentioned Crocs. Um, anyone who follows me on Instagram or Twitter will have seen some of my fashion statements that I've been making over the last few weeks, uh, especially my outfit that I wore to um, WrestleZone the other night. So I had my all-terrain Crocs on camouflage with the Velcro strap. So if you want, it's like super super sports mode. You've then got the shorts, nice pair of basic black shorts, my NWO hoodie, yeah, the camouflage bag to match the Crocs. Matched. Honestly, it was a statement piece, really statement piece, um, and. If you want more of that content, then please do follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's now my, my new thing. Well, fashion. you think that was fashion. You think that's something that then the big man said to whip off his jumper. He's wearing that, Greg's top. And people in the crowd were asking him, do you actually work at Greg's? Someone asked him for a steak bake. Absolute yep. wild power. No, that was a thing. That, that was a thing. But I think that says more about the, the, the crowds than it does that does anything else to be honest um, so talking about crocs though this is where it gets juicy no pun intended so everyone knows I love a just get your tracksuit etc etc I'm all out there but crocs were something that I was absolutely no for because I like to collect shoes I have hundreds of like trainers etc 
loads of Jordans, LeBrons, Yeezys, you name it, got a lot. It's my thing. I like a good shoe. So I was like, I can't have a pair of Crocs. It's sacrilegious, do you know what I mean? It goes against everything I believe in. But then one day, I don't know what happened. I don't know if Kyle's accidentally crocked me one day. I was like, do you know something? I think I'm going to have to do it. I'd accidentally slid my toe in a pair and thought, he's a kind of comfy. But I'm not like anyone else. I can't just have a pair of normal Crocs. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not my nature. So I went and bought the platform ones. So they're like violet or like whatever. They're purple, right? Let's not get fancy. They're purple. But they're like thick, thicker than the average one. Thick boy. Um, but then I covered them in like the coolest gibbets. Like, see as soon as I could find it, they were customizable. Sold. So I decided not to play it safe, not to do what everyone else does and get like a wee flower. I really love heart. Nah, fuck that. It's not for me. I've got a um, gibbet of Cornholio from Beavis and Butthead. If you don't know who that is, then you're too young for me. Um, I've got Chef um, from South Park. Shrek, my man Shrek, do you know what I mean? Got him repping. Um, Cynthia from Rugrats, just to name a few. And again, if you do want to see more of that, you can follow me on Instagram, but I'm Kayla Bowden. I just put random stuff on there and a lot of music. So yeah. that's for you. Before we jump into obviously the, the WrestleZone review, it's what everyone's here for. Um, I'm sure people are skipping through to try and find their part um, to, to see what we thought of their, their match. Um, but we need to talk about the state of things in WWE right now because we have both been very interested in WWE over the last few weeks after one Vincent Kennedy McMahon retired from the wrestling business. Yeah, so it's no shocker. My attention span is like a goldfish, all right? If it doesn't doesn't hook me in a small amount of minutes, I am out, right? Like Duncan Bannatyne, I'm out. So the last couple of weeks has been amazing. See, as soon as I logged onto Twitter and saw big Vince K McMahon was out, oh, was loving life now. I do want to say, though, everyone's absolutely, like, ripping into him, right? He's a bit of a bam. But to be fair, right, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have what we've got, right? So cheesy moment over. Cheers for everything, big man. Aye. But now Daddy Hunter's taking over. Am I right with that? I don't know if I'd call him Daddy Hunter. <laughs> big Papa H. don't think he's ever been referred to as that. Um, I call him. To be honest. But... Yeah, um, Triple H is at the helms of huh, pun. Um, Triple H is at the helms of creative in Derby now, um, which already has been fantastic. Oh. SummerSlam off the chains, Raw and SmackDown since have been Sorry. brilliant. Did you actually use the phrase "off the chains"? Yes. What age are you? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Don't ever say that again. Oh. No, you just give me that. Honestly, oh, don't do that again. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. How? <laughs> don't say off the chains. What's wrong off the chains? <laughs> Stop. Would you prefer it's... it was? It was wild. It was popping. You've never seemed whiter. It was or off the shizzle. No, honestly, nah. Pack it in. Uh, can't think anymore. Mate, I'll leave you. Don't play these games. <laughs> anyway, SummerSlam was 
very good. I'm not using that phrase. Um, do you know I think it was interesting though? So we were talking about it because we're, we're massive weirdos and this sort of thing we talk about our spare time. Um, about what we think is going to happen. And we genuinely both said it'll be interesting to see, number one, who comes back because a lot of people have a lot of respect for Triple H. Um, but also who's maybe going to get an extra push now that maybe, like, especially, look how good NXT was, right? It's, it was good for years. There was so much variety. You were never really bored watching it. You were always, it was always interesting. Yeah, of course, it had a whole different dynamic. People only had a bit of a shelf life on there because normally when they got good, they kind of moved on. So you didn't have to worry about once they got to the top of their game, kind of rebuilding them again, I suppose. But you were always entertained. I don't remember the last time that I watched Raw Smackdown because I wanted to. And it wasn't because, I don't know, like Twitter had said that someone was returning or a big moment was happening or you had to watch it. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. this was the first time I was like, I actually care. And even with that, um, SummerSlam as well. That was something that we've watched the last couple of pay-per-views and we're like, mm, okay, like, they are what they are. There's nothing interesting. Like, even the Royal Rumble, you were like, mm, okay, like, whatever. It's the Rumble. Everyone's buzzing with a Rumble, do you know what I mean? But nothing really kept you there. Whereas SummerSlam, even the first match, I was like, here we go. When Bailey walked out, honestly. I mean, the, the best part of it was Brock Lesnar in his oh, tractor. Always. Unmatched. Love it. Now, do you think he'll bring some sort of tractor or farming vehicle to Clash at the Castle? I know he's probably not going to be on Clash at, the Castle, Clash at the Castle, but do we think there's going to be any sort of farming equipment? A combine harvester, a plow? Nah, could you imagine? Do you know even funnier, right? You know how he's had like that? Take it up a notch. You know, like Diggerland, right? Yeah. They've got like the massive quarry diggers that are like, if you stand beside the wheel, you're not even up to the first nut. Do you know what I mean? One of those. Imagine it one of those bad boys with the whole roster in the front. I don't know why I got really excited and decided to dig there. But. Yeah. Or a but- crane whole crane he comes in and imagine that again Royal Rumble and he's sitting there like the claw from Toy Story ah there's like the brack and he just comes down he like just picks you picks you done. what about a giant dragon because it's whales giant dragon maybe swoops down like from Shrek aye like actual dragon right can we talk Right, off topic, right? This is this sums us up, right? Can we just talk about the logistics of Donkey and the, the Dragon? Yeah, I know. It's interesting. It's the wains. It's how they have the wains. That's what I'm thinking Honestly, about. Honestly, that donkey's had to climb her like a spider monkey. His, I don't know. Short king. If anyone has, if anyone has any ideas of... He was just flinging it about. Just hoping it was going to just something was going to happen, and of course, it did. So fair play. So if anyone wants to, fit, like any fans of Shrek, if you want to, you know, work this out or link us to any, you know, documentation of how this works, the logistics of it, please let us know. Um, so <laughs> let's get into our review of uh, Battle of the Nations, shall we? Oh, we've not even spoken about everything that happened on Raw and SmackDown. That's fine. Let's just move on. Yeah, that's, that's the, cool. We, we can we can't talk about 
six hours worth of TV and then do a review. I think the guys are getting impatient as it is. Also, what we should do next time, we should like mix it up. If we go in the order of the matches, you know where to look, we should spice it up a wee bit, top it in the order, really wreck them. It's a good point. That's a, that's a good point. Um, so, anything interesting happen on the journey up to, to Aberdeen? We normally like to cover off our journey. Aye. So, your brother was staying, staying with us for the week. Yep. So we decided to this time not just travel us two, we took Owen up with us as well, yep. which was an interesting dynamic. Um, well, it helped. It helped with the bus because, see, when two people sit down at the table, there's always the chance that somebody's going to sit there or two people are going to sit there. But if three people are sat at a table, it takes a next-level freak to sit at that other table seat. Exactly. So that was, that was pretty sound. Uh, you discovered you know, using The Sims to pass the time on the bus? Honestly, I don't know if I've thought of it sooner. So I decided, why sit there bored, just listening to a podcast, doing my thing? Now nah, I took my whole laptop and played Sims. Do you know what I mean? It was brilliant. I'm no ashamed to admit I love The Sims. And I had a great time, great storytelling. Do you know what I mean? Loved life. Did get slightly motion sick, but it's okay. It was worth it. Do you know what I mean? Pass the time. Because sometimes you're lucky and you'll get a good bus with a good plug. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, exactly. Got to Aberdeen, no problems, Owen loved it, put him on a bus, thought we're never going to see him again, but he turned up again, so well done. Um, Went to the hotel. It was just nice, do you know what I mean? You see oh, the same faces. You oh. booked you booked two rooms by accident? I must have known I was going to get annoyed by you. Um, yeah, no, I accidentally booked two rooms, but it was fine. She cancelled one of them because we're members now. Parks will be a member, she said. Um, we see that because a fancy hotel. It's not. We see the same hotel every time. It's decent enough. Um, but it was cute. You know, you just get your home surroundings and I feel comfortable there. I feel like you know who's going to be working. You know what room you're probably going to get. It's a good time. Easy to get to. And the good thing is, even though I heard not everyone was a big fan of the venue, WrestleZone um, were in, we, had, we could walk to it and that was convenient. So... I wouldn't mind just doing it again, even though the ceilings are very low. So I've got a funny feeling they will never run that venue ever again. <laughs> yeah, that was the vibe that I got. But it wasn't that bad. Like I thought it was all right to be. It wasn't bad for us, so yeah. Right. I've been in worse dives, right? Not by them, just other wrestling places, actual dives. So it was all right. Had a bar. Can't grumble. Yeah. So. We had VIP tickets, as always. Uh, if you're not getting VIP tickets for wrestlers on shows... You're not. I wouldn't go as far as here or not, but um, what are you doing? Because you know a lot of shows will have like a pre-show match that's a couple of jobby guys, do you know what I mean? Like the stinkers that they're not going to put on the main show. Wrestlers will legitimately put good matches on, like their um, VIP segment of their show so you're yeah. always going to miss out on a, a big match if you don't get it to be fair see actually of all the shows that you ever see them i think they have like the best vip matches because it feels like actual matches like a vip a vip match not a here's just two random lads that no one cares about but actually one of the funniest vip matches funny kind of 
was um, at Discovery the Saturday before it, where Aspen didn't have a partner because I genuinely thought he was going to take you and it was going to be you. And he looked about the crowds. I went, oh my God, he's taking it too far. He's not getting the ring. He's not told me. I genuinely believed it. He started taking your jack off at the same time and I was like, oh hell no. This is not what I expected. But he didn't get in the ring, so it's fine. Hey, I would have probably put up a better fight than that other boy. So, well, whatever. Next time, next time. Uh, so, VIP match at Battle of the Nations was Reese Dawkins of yep. Talking Dawkins um, versus Conor Malloy. Um, Conor Malloy obviously recently separated from Crusher Crab, um, recently retired at Anarchy. So he's on his own now. He is free to, to do whatever he wants to do now. So it's a bit of an interesting time for Connor and his first match on a main show since then is this match against Reese Dawkins. I was really excited to see this match, to be quite honest, because number one, I'm a bit biased. You know, I like Connor, right? I've always liked Connor for day one. And even though he was a bit of a bastard to me, but we'll go into that in a minute. Um, but anyway, I was really excited to see kind of like what his vibe was, what he was doing. Like, I've only saw him in a tag team. Do you know what I mean? I've not saw him in his own, which he always looks good. But then it's like, is he actually good? Or is it because I'm not a fan of his tag team partner? Like, this is what you need to find out. But no, he was actually really good. And I was saying, I love the way he was just, I don't know. I'm sorry, do you know why I, I'm getting distracted just now? Do you know what I can think about? I'm just going to say it. Reese, I love you, right? You look like you are knuckle deep in a muffin. What? These look like muffin cases around your hand. What's this? They do. What are these? I get the vibe you're going for. I'm all for it. But you do look like you've just fisted a muffin. And he had the audacity to question what I was wearing. Yes, I know. Come on. Mr. Kipling. So. No, no, no. Don't you dare call him Mr. Kipling. That is a (laughs) sacred name held by two people. The person who makes the greatest cakes on the earth and the lizard (gasps) from Jesse. I've only just started watching Jesse, you know, at the age of 27. Yeah, I know. So anyway, Reese Dawkins versus Conor Malloy. Reese comes out and does his normal speech. I don't know why Martin always falls for it. Why is Martin giving him the mic? Just, just take it off him. But anyway, Reese does Hold his normal. Before you say that, Martin was looking absolutely dapper. He was. I'm liking the beard. Do you know um, something? He's lost a bit of weight, right? That's when shaky. So it was a flick, right? No, but he was looking good. He lost weight, right? He's got the beard. I think he was looking good. He was looking really good. Do you know what I mean? There you go. Put him over. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. It suits you. So, um, yeah, sorry. On you go. Back to um, the Tory being a Tory. Let's, so is it, is it, what we'll do, right, is we'll start rating everyone on the show if they've, if they've looked better than they did before Anarchy okay. or after. Um, right, but this is a dodgy game. Because then <laughs> if, they, if they play it back, they'll be like, that fat cow has put on loads of weight since the last show. And I'll be like, <laughs> I don't know. Don't point it out. Anyway, so um, Reese Dawkins comes out, does his monologue, um, starts talking about, well, his Shakespeare pish, um, and says that he is representing England 
and this is going to be an impromptu Battle of the Nations match, which yeah. I did question before the show started as to why there wasn't a Battle of the Nations match on Battle of the Nations. Um, but Rhys Dawkins yeah, stepped up and was representing England against Connor Malloy. So, Kayleigh, this ties us into our first question. Because um, obviously Connor came out and made his entrance, was high fiving the crowd, was you know getting the crowd right behind him. Uh, and Connor himself asks, "Does Kelly still want a high five? So he came all the way around, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm going, "Getting it yelled, right there? Ooh, fun times!" Um, and then he absolutely pied me. Who's he think he is? I was like, "My good friend." Good Mr. Connor is coming over. I'm going to be like, woo, on yourself. And he decided, no, I was going to pie me. So he's taking some points off. Do you know something? I was really close to cheering for um, the English. So, no, but then he, he made up for it. Then he did give me a high five and it was okay. So we're all right. We're back on speaking terms. You could never break us up. Good. Um, See, so yeah, the match itself, I thought it was really good. Um, oh, I think. Yeah. Connor looked really, really good in this match. Obviously, we've not really seen much of him in singles competition since WrestleZones came back. Um, but yeah, everything he did looked very aggressive. There was a lot mm-hmm. of purpose to what he was doing. Um, you know, even you know, he does a lot of the high flying sort of stuff, but everything he was doing was kind of, you know, looked like it was gonna hurt essentially, uh, which is which is what you want. Well, that's the thing, because obviously we didn't see any of the galas, but we put photos up. So we could kind of see people like a wee bit what they were putting up and stuff. And one of the comments that we were saying, or I was saying to Kyle, I was like, you can see Connor starting to like his bulk, like he's starting to like look bigger and look more like a wrestler. Do you know what I mean? He's just looking like, I don't know, he's just now getting like the whole package sort of thing. And then like you're saying in the ring, which everything he was doing was like snapping into it, like proper doing it, going for it. Everything just seemed like it actually had intent behind it rather than being like, whoa, I can do this. Wait, we're having fun, we're having a good time. Not saying that was kind of like that before, but you get that quite often. People are like, they know how to do these things, but it just looks very like straight, where this was like very intent. I just liked it. Everything just seemed to really work well. And again, he's just flopping about the place. I don't know how he does it. My stomach was in knots, you know, just thinking about it. Um, but even then, not just talking about Connor, Reese looked good as well. Yep. Again, I've only we only saw him that one time last time. Um, but again, he could hold his own. Do you know what I mean? Because that's the thing you never know when someone's new how they're how they're going to be, and you're like, oh, it was the first one a bit of a one-off. Like, are they actually decent? Like, what's the script? Um, but I'm kind of excited to see where Reese goes with it because the crowd genuinely hate him. Um, most of them don't know who Shakespeare is, so I'm surprised they even can bow. But um, but yeah, they, they go for it. Fun fact, I've actually been to Shakespeare's Globe. My school took me. It was, it was really boring, right? I'm sorry. But fair play, I've been. So that was interesting. Fair enough. Um, yeah, like you said, Reese looked really good in this match as well. Uh, obviously, he had his first match at uh, Anarchy against Blue Thunder, and that was sort of his our first time, or anyone's first time seeing him in the ring. Uh, so yeah, it was quite it was quite interesting to see how that dynamic kind of worked. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that he's had the summer to kind of work on stuff and, uh, you know, get some match under his belt at the galas, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, he looks really, really good. Um, 
It was, it was a very different match style as well, because if you think about it, with Blue Thunder, it was like a lot more comedy, a lot more kind of like play to the crowd, everything's buzzing, woo, and all that. So seeing him going up against someone like Connor. Yeah, who's not really, funny in the slightest. <laughs> no more. Um, it was just, it was good to see like a whole different side of him, that he doesn't just rely on comedy. Because again, comedy wrestling is not a bad thing, but it's cool to see like he actually, like you knew what he was doing, he was getting about and I don't know, I've got a bit of a soft spot for him, I just can't admit it because, you know, sports English and all that, so whatever. Yeah, which is a bit strange, the whole English thing, I don't really get that, but... How else it's... would you get booed in Aberdeen? I don't want to answer that, I do not want to answer that. Um, well. So yeah, this match was good, um, Connor picked up the win, again, interesting to see what happens with both these guys going forward. Uh, I have so many ideas for what Connor could do. I would keep in here just now. Okay. Next time, I'll I'll tell you that. But if anyone is interested in Kaylee's ideas, <laughs> please feel free to reach out because she will happily give you ideas. Oh, I'm not shy to get her an idea. Like honestly, also give me a couple of years, right, Connor? Keep doing what you're doing, right? Somehow I'll become a wrestler. We'll both be blonde, right? And that's it. We can be a tag team. And go to work. I can. Kind of see it. He can flip like a standard going, yes. Strong. Yeah. So, moving on <laughs> uh, from some of Kayleigh's book and ideas, it's like some of interest. So, we then had our tag team title match, if I'm correct. Yeah. Um, it was Mr. P and Sean Johnson challenging for the Foundation of the Future, Ryan Riley and Brad Evans. Title. So, uh, what do we think? So, you might be happy to know I showed Kyle where the dance was from. He now knows it's Peacemaker. He's now saw the Peacemaker dance. I have. So now he, I think the last time he saw it, he was like, "Damn, they've like they can put some moves together." Um, again, do you know something? I'm going to say it. It was really nice to see like Sean look like he was having fun. Do you know what I mean? I felt like before, um, before he was Mr. P, he just kind of like, he was doing his thing, but he just wasn't, didn't really have like a moment, like a place. He just looked like he was there, but didn't really have like a thing. Do you know what I mean? It's weird to explain. He's just kind of like coasting, but didn't have like something that was really interesting for him. But I kind of like their dynamic. Do you know what I mean? I think Mr. P brings out the best in Sean Johnson. He's having fun. You can just see it. Sounds silly. You can see it in his face. He genuinely looks like he's enjoying himself. And I know it's a bit weird to say, but it's just nice to see. It's nice to see the guys that are actually enjoying themselves when they're doing it. And the kids were going absolutely wild, right? The kids love it when they came out. They were, oh, they couldn't wait, holding the wee flag and all that and stuff. So that was brilliant. Then you've got the boys. Do you know what I mean? Then they came out, absolutely milked them. Just what we like to see. Right. So <laughs> we started off with the, the Peacemaker dance, yep. um, which we'll get on to because we've actually got a question relating to that. Um, and Foundation of the Future ran into the ring and attacked Mr. P and Sean Johnson from behind. Like you said, absolutely malkied them, to borrow one of your terms. Uh, yeah, absolutely went through them, battered them. And the match started from there and it kind of kept going that way, didn't it? So, the the finish in the future boys again. I always sing their praises, right? But I can't like tell them in their face because I'm not allowed to. They're bad. Um, 
they're genuinely my I think I'm going to go as far as say my favorite tag team like just now like mm-hmm. honestly I feel that number one they're nice guys like anyway which is is always good to hear but they're always really interesting they've always got like you always know the direction of their match you're never lost when you watch them you always know exactly where it's going do you know what I mean yeah. I never I never get bored. They've always got something interesting. They're doing everything's completely different. There's so many people you see and you get tag teams doing the same thing every time. You're like, oh, they're going to, oh, mm-hmm, yep, oh, and okay. Okay, same same as every week. Okay, brilliant. Um, I just think they're really interesting. They've always got something different. And as well, you can you can see where they kind of, what am I saying? You can kind of see where they get their inspiration from, do you know what I mean? And again, I think you said before, they like a lot of the same sort of wrestlers and wrestling that we like. So maybe there's little things, they'll be like, oh, that's like, oh, so-and-so, or that's like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, I like that. Little nods to things. To be fair, they probably don't mean it. They're probably just doing things and I'm just putting two or two together and getting six, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I just like to see their whole their whole dynamic. Um, and especially for Ryan, I think it's funny because he's such a nice lad. And then he's big and dastardly in the ring, do you know what I mean? And then he's back to being nice again. With his swimsuit on. Stop slacking that poor lad. I was I was raging when they all started slagging you. Right, Ryan? I like it. And we all know I'm the fashion god in this um oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Come on. Right, oh. big man, stop. Don't quite think so. <laughs> um so yeah, so this kind of leads us on to the question we've got from the inspirational Ryan Riley, uh, where he asks, when are Mr. P and Sean Johnson going to take tag team wrestling seriously? They may have access to their chance if they weren't a couple of dancing dafties. That seems like it's directed at them. Strong words. Us. Yeah. But um, um, do you know what it is? It's the passive aggressive. The thumbs up. Yeah, really. Like, that really puts it there. Add something to it. Now, this is actually something that I was going to talk about anyway with this match. Um, so this was a tag title match. Uh, Mr. P and Sean Johnson had to go against one of the best tag teams in the country to earn the right to be in this match in the first place. Uh, Sean Johnson is a very decorated tag team wrestler, but they seemed like they didn't really want to win it. They seemed yeah. like they couldn't be arsed. Um, they were too busy dancing and flashing their arses and all that stuff. Uh, so I, I get it. It's a bit, of a, a bit of a strange one, isn't it? So that is where I'm conflicted because I enjoy when they do it. I love that. I love they're just having a laugh. It's fun. It's stupid. It's like gimmicky. It's like the whole shebang, right? It's the whole works. It's like the circus effect. I love it. But when it's going against like the lads that are actually like proper going into it, proper wrestling, really going for it, it just doesn't add up. Do you know what I mean? That's the only downside I had about this match. They were both brilliant, not together. And it wasn't a bad match. Like when I say that it wasn't a bad match, it was still a good match. But see if you think about it from like a bigger picture side of things, it didn't make sense to the story. Like if you were going up against the foundation of the future, and you were like, I genuinely want to get these belts. I'm going to get these people that you saw what they've been doing the last year. But I've been saying they've been doing last year because we're going for a year. Do you know what I mean, right? So that's all it counts in my book. Um, you see what they've been doing. Like, Brad comes out with chains and he's trying to, like, swing them around you. Ryan's just trying to absolutely batter your head off, right? 
why would you come out and then just flash your arse and be like, shake you? Um, it's like watching the cheeky girls, do you know what I mean? So that's my only thing. If they had more matches with people like looking sharp and Kager like last time, that makes more sense. And I'd watch that all day. I'd just prefer if, see if WrestleZone could, could get more like big lad wrestlers in for the boys. It would be really interesting. I think it would be such a good match. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd love to see them proper go toe to toe with someone that's at the same caliber as them. And again, that's no diss on the WrestleZone guys. I'm just saying there's no one with the same sort of character that you want to go against them just now. Yeah, I get you. Um, I mean, to be fair though, and it wouldn't necessarily make sense right now, but I would love to see the Foundation of the Future against the outfit. Yeah. At one point, that would be one hell of a match. Oh, Honestly, yeah. Do you know something controversial? Do you know I'd love to see if Vero could leave and join the future? I feel like he would, he would go quite well with him. I don't know about Edwards, though. Do you know what I mean? You've got Zach's get the pants, right? You've got Brad's get the trousers. You've got Ryan with the, with the suit, right? Just the suit. Swimming costume. Stop. Um, what would Dino wear? Maybe the Zach Ryder, you know, the short and leg. I mean, I don't agree. I don't agree, to be honest. Really? Nah. I think he's, he's also a big, like, brute. Like, he just wants to absolutely leather people. And I'm like, fair play, big man. Battered my body. Yeah, but a bit different. A bit different. Because I feel like the foundation of the future are like these arrogant, like, we're better than everyone, like, these sort of guys, right? Whereas I feel like Dino is like, he doesn't care. He just rocks up on a Saturday night wanting to leather somebody and get pushed. That's like his character. Do you know what I mean? Like he's going to show up, you're getting milked, and he's going out on the bev, right? That seems to be his whole gimmick. That was me like a year ago, so yes. Do you know what I mean? So like, I get it. I get it, but I don't think they do mix. Um, I feel like, I think the Foundation of the Future would go back into the locker room and like have like a wee team meeting about their strategy. Yeah. Going forward, whereas I feel like Dino isn't he got a strategy, he just shows up and just volleys folk. To be fair, see now you're saying it, Joe. I could, I could see right. You know that like you've got that streetlight, right? The one streetlight. He just in the dark with a toothpick, and he's like, "It's time to do it." And just like comes at the dark, and he's like, "That's it." Bad That's what he is. Picks up a whiskey, back in again, never to be seen. Exactly. I kind of, I kind of get that now. Actually, right. Okay, you've convinced me. I see it. But um, anyway, what I would say is I genuinely would like, I would love to see like another team of that calibre. The problem is, and this isn't just like a WrestleZone thing, I don't know many teams like that just now, like just in general Scottish wrestling, apart from like, I don't know, Kings of the North maybe. Not a massive fan of them, but I'm just saying like something like that. You know who I'd like to see? Um, After seeing them in Disco the other week, the... um... Fair City Saints, uh, Alex Webb and Air Miles. I think they did amazing. See, going against a team that were like actually, yeah, the more sort of brute Kings of the North. Alex Webb himself got absolutely milked, but like, see that them going against Foundation of the Future would be unreal because they would just fly about. Well, that's the thing because the whole point I'm getting to is what you want to see is you want to see like. They two, like the foundation, 
properly like running through everyone do you know what I mean like really like having a brawl having a fight being proper fighting champions I know that their whole thing is they're meant to be like cowardly they keep like just not getting it but the problem is them stealing a win over Sean Johnson and Mr P doesn't have the same effect as them stealing a win over like another big team do you know what I mean I think yeah. you would have a good match and when they steal it you'd be like those buggers um, where stealing a, ma- a win for them is like you know stealing chocolate for someone like Cassie like now Another point here, just off topic, um, speaking of that Discovery tag team tournament, the fact that they had a tag team tournament in Scotland and the Foundation of the Future were not in it is mental. It was stupid. But, I, I mean, yeah. even even worse that they were at the show. Like, they're there. Use them. They're probably the best tag team in Scotland. And there was Use easily them. a team that I would have loved them to replace. I'm not going to say it out loud because they're not a sketch, shite, but some people just need to get fucked. But sorry. So you've got you've got four options there. Pick which one Kayla doesn't like. Um, so, as you said, obviously the Foundation of the Future picked up the win. They cheated to win. I'll just clarify that. Um, while the referee was down, um, they used the belt. But again, right? Not, I did see some good things from referee Mikey Innes. Again, um, he obviously had a tough shift. It was just him um, on the show. So he did have a, a tough shift trying to keep control of everything. But, right, I get he was disorientated, right? But when he got up, the belt was just lying next to him in the ring. Surely he's putting two and two together and being like, right, what was that doing in there? Just saying. But again, Mikey did make some amazing calls uh, later on in the show which I think uh, Dennis could take notes of. But that's neither here nor there. I understand you weren't on the show, Dennis, so I'm not going to slag you too much. Um, so can we take a moment to say poor Dennis wasn't even on the show and he's already been slagged? Also, I've not even spoken about the elephant in the room. We put through this, right? Do you know what else was missing for us was on? Billy Stratton, right? Who's like your Billy? How you ever win? You just not turn up? I'm kidding. I hope everything's all right. I hope the baby's okay. But still, probably one of the and this is going to obviously cause more drama. The fact that he was at another wrestling show the week prior. You know. Just still in the pot. That's twice now he's gone to a wrestling show in Elgin instead of a wrestling show at WrestleZone. Um, also, him and Mark, right? Both of them haven't been to two shows now. So the worst thing is, they don't turn up. Do you know who does turn up? Us. And we stay far away. Do you know what I mean? We make it. No excuses. I also have kids. They might be called cats, right? And guinea pigs, but still. And um, speaking of Mark missing the show and Billy, they miss a show. And guess who's there? Our good friend Aspen Faith. Aspen Faith, second time seeing him in two weeks, um, which, you know, that makes me happy. So Make sure static, doesn't it? And eight. also... Even during the little hiatus of WrestleZone, the Discovery show before it, who'd we see? Aspen Faith. Good lad, Aspen Faith. Exactly. So we then had our first half main event, which was Aspen Faith against Brian Tucker, which, I mean, if we're talking wrestling proper, like going toe-to-toe wrestling matches, this must be up there with, you know, Omega Okada, you know, um, 
name your other Japanese wrestling matches that Dave Meltzer likes in here. Can Honestly, you not think of another wrestling match really with all the wrestlers beside you. Well, there's um, there's one with Alicia Fox and Melina. Put it, Camden. <laughs> um, um, also, do you know something? I'm going to say it. See the last show in this show. I am officially a Brian Tucker stan. I get it now. I was blind to it. My eyes would not open. Now they are open. I see it all. Do you know what I mean? Love the man. Absolutely love the man. Well, I'm going to tell Big you one fan. thing. I've been going to wrestlers on shows for off and on because it was like a four year spell. I didn't go to any. Um, Sorry about that. Off and on for what, like nine years, almost 10 years now, right? That is the that match there was the best thing I've ever seen from Brian Tucker, right? And yes, that might sound like not a compliment because you know he didn't do anything, but honestly, this match was hilarious. Like this match did exactly what it needed to do. It this was just perfect. Shows, it's ironic. This shows a good wrestling match. You don't even have to wrestle. It's in the storytelling, right? This is the thing. Like, and I, Glenn, I'm going back to one thing I said at the start. You can be great and do whatever you want, like on the mat and all that. It's brilliant. But see if people don't care. It doesn't matter what you do. You just want people to care. Do you know what I mean? And this was great. So, of course, Tuck Tuck comes out. Do you know what I mean? He's got a pen. He's got the paper. He's got a measuring tape. He's measuring the ring because, <sighs> in case you didn't get it at the start, the ring was on the lower setting because the roof was so small. So it was strange. It was like a baby ring. Do you know what I mean? Which also... I like the fact people use that to the advantage. There was a lot of use of the ring because it was lower. Very smart. like that. Again, I just love logical wrestling. I'm a logical person. So this was all good. He came out, he's measuring the ring, measuring everything, doing what he wants to do. And then the pirate came out. The reason I'm saying that... <laughs> so Aspen's music, sorry, his entrance video is really cool. But at one point, it has like the turnbuckle. And it's got like the hook, they look through it. But since he's got like the black hair, the beard, and all that and stuff, it looks a bit like Captain Hook. I was all right with it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so now he's, a, now he's a pirate to me. And um, then one of the greatest matches I've ever seen comes out. Do you know what I mean? And I've saw Eddie Guerrero wrestle live, and that's one of the best matches I ever saw. The thing is, right? It sounds like we're taking the piss. Um, we, we kind of are about the whole like, the actual wrestling part of it was amazing because they didn't touch each other um, for the, the full match. But genuinely, this match was hilarious. Like, there was the whole crowd interaction at the start, which... Um, do you want, no, you know you want to talk about it more. On you go, it's okay. This is your and face corner. Do you know what we're going to have to do when I see a graphic? So anyway, um, so... Brian Tucker obviously came out and he had his wee notepad with his rules of wrestling, um, which was an Aberdeen notebook. Um, and he was, uh, which I just realised means he's an Aberdeen member, um, which I was until this season. Um, but the less we talk about that, the better. Um, we talk about Aberdeen football here. But anyway, so he comes out with his wee notebook um, and Aspen steals it off him. And decides to write a wee message on it, which was then handed out the ring to myself. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure he wasn't handed it to like Kaylee or something first, because I don't want to assume it's me. Do you know what I mean? So I was, you know, just double, just double checking. I would um, take it, but why would the big man choose me? I don't know. 
doesn't want to discriminate, I guess. But anyway, right. uh, hands me the bit of paper. The paper reads, Tucker smells, um, to which I then pass this message on to the rest of the crowd. Uh, gets a big laugh. It's so easy, isn't it? Like, I feel like this match was just perfect. Like, I feel like they just had the crowd in the palm of their hand. Like, the most simple oh. thing was getting such a big reaction from the crowd. Um, we then had the Scooby-Doo spot. Honestly, I, I don't know why that tickled me so much. They were on indoors, outdoors, in one door, out another door. Tickled me. Honestly, I was howling. And again, what was it at the start? We had Kyle's little brother with his own. We also had his two friends with us as well. Everyone was howling. You had the young ones, the old ones. Everyone found this match the funniest thing ever. Just watching these two men run about. Which again, the more we talk about this, it does sound like we're being sarcastic. It genuinely was hilarious. We really enjoyed it. And then eventually, after running around the venue, probably the most cardio Aspen's had in probably tenure, um, after all this, he'll admit it, after running around the venue for about 40 minutes, um, they come back into the ring and Aspen grabs Tucker by the tie and absolutely destroys him with the chop lariat for the win. I One love move. that move so much. Like, you know, I can't describe how much I love that. Do you know the best part of that move is the sound? It's like, because you get the initial sound of the chop and then that other sound of the lariat coming through, it's like a double gunshot. It's yeah. like, ba-bang. And it's just, it just looks brutal as well. Because it is. Like, there's, there's, not really, there's not really any other way to, to have that move not be brutal. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that match was unreal. Uh, if you somehow use DVDs in this day and age and you want to watch this, I'd recommend buying the DVD when it comes out. Um, and again, this goes back to, I'm, I'm having one of my, my rants, right? Oh, she's hot. See if you take all the time, you film the shows, you have them everywhere. You can put them wherever you want. Everyone sees them. No one can burn a DVD. Number one, I've got nothing that can take DVDs, right? Even people that have like, the new PlayStation doesn't even take discs, right? What are you watching it on? Do you know what I mean? So just put it online. Come on, it's no hard. I'd watch it. I'd buy it. He'd watch it. He'd buy it. I can name about 20 people that would buy it and watch it. I'd watch it back, but I can't because I'm not announced it by DVDs. <laughs> just saying. I and that's not my only thing that I've got to say, but we'll just start there. I just realised there's a bunch of DVDs in the background there. Um, but again, they've not moved since we moved into this house. In my defence, right, and I'm going to hold my hands up, I do own a couple DVDs. <laughs> but, but, but the reason is it's called Kevin Smith DVDs because I want to like put them on the wall, not to fucking watch them, but just so they look cool. Do you know what I mean? And also a lot of his movies you can't get on like, streaming sites and all that because controversy. Um, so that's why. Just had to put it out there. But back to it. No one is buying wrestling DVDs. That's why, think about how much money the network and that takes in. It won't cost that much to have like an online streaming service. You've already got the massive signs that have all your stuff on it. Don't get me started on how you use social media because I swear I'll go through you. Um, I've, I've spoken about that too many times, right? Just put a couple of tweets up, a couple of pictures up. Do you know what I mean? Fuck it. Give me your login. I'll do it for you, right? 
Big man out here, actually, Kyle's better. I just said me, I'm shite at social media. I just go on and rant and come back off again like I'm doing now. He's actually good at it. Get to him. Um, do all that. Just have it online. Have it, like, I don't know. I know you maybe don't want it on YouTube because of that, but you can even have it on YouTube. You have to pay for it if you don't want to make a whole other website. Anything. Do you know what I mean? I'd do it. Just go do it. Just stop. Or see if you still want to make DVDs. You don't fill your absolute boots in, right? Put it online as well. It's so hard. If we can put this online, right, and we're dafties, you can do it. Rant over for now. Okay. Good rant. There'll be more soon. Don't worry. Good rant. Um, so, yeah. So, that match, fantastic. Asma Faith picked up the win. Uh, obviously, he's going to Halloween hijinks for the title. So, this was a nice wee match to kind of, you know, warm himself up a wee bit um, for that. We had a break, you know, the obligatory raffle, etc. Raffle purchases. Um, and then we come back to our first... Don't, don't, oh. don't you miss out the break, because lots happened in the break. What do you mean? So I, all, I don't remember much of the break, because I just got commandeered. Okay, so I'm going to explain first of all. Again, I'm on a journey. A big journey, some would say. My goal is to win the raffle. Not even for the prize. I just want to, I just want to meet little Len, right? I think he's, like, see from episode one, when I wasn't a big fan, to now, I love the man, right? I love him so much. I want him to sit on my knee like Santa at Christmas, just so I can make sure he's okay. Right? I love the man, honestly. I would love a meet and greet with Len Ironside. I just think he's so cute. See if we could convince him for one of the shows just to sit with me throughout it. That would make my Christmas. Do you know what I mean? I love him so much. All I want to do is meet him, right? So I'm, my goal now is to win the raffle just to shake his hand. I've like passed him and been like, that's as far as it's went so far. I'm not even a shy person, but I was too shy to speak to him. And then I'm going to bait Owen out right now, right? I'm going to bait him out. So Owen, oh, I know you listen. So I'm baiting you out. He was sitting there, how many all his friends were like, what's Aspen? Oh my God, what's Aspen at the merch table? Oh my God, what's Aspen? The pure buzzing. I was like, just go up and say hi to him. He's not really dead and bad. So, of course, they were like, boom, you know, is he's, he's related to Kyle, of course. Aspen runs through his blood. He did also buy one of his T-shirts at Discovery as well. So he's now got two Aspen tops. Again, runs in the family. Um, next thing you know, then I saw big Kyle Watt. Of course, he went up as well. And that's with the famous photo that I put online. Them two, because I'm convinced Owen and Kyle are the same person, but in different fonts. Aspen. Oh, that's what I meant, sorry. Kyle and Aspen are the same person, different fonts. Martin even said this as well. He said that you are bold. Do you know what I mean? Same person, different fonts. It was just exciting. Um, apart from that, not much else happened. I just wanted to really talk about Len because I felt like it was really if we didn't mention him. Well, WrestleZone did once do an evening with Len Ironside where I he did know. like a, a you know, talk sort of Q&A thing. If they did that again, we'd bring that mega bus up. I don't even need to hear about the wrestling side of it. I just want to be like, go chip for your tea. You okay? So we feel all right? What are we selfie Elaine? Okay. It's lovely. I just think... Just ask him at the next show. He's not going to say no. It's a, it's a bit cheeky, do you know what I mean? I can't go over to him and be like, hello, sir. How are you doing? 
fair enough. Um, so, <laughs> after the break, we come back to our first half main event, which was the Tri-Counties title, first half main event, our opener of the second half. Caleb Valhalla versus Captain Alan Sterling for the Tri-Counties title. So this was a match that was originally meant to be at Aberdeen Anarchy, but due to Captain Allen um, contracting COVID at sea, we then had to wait until Battle of the Nations for this match. So, yeah, it was a it was a big one. There was a lot of anticipation going on this one. Right, this match, I just didn't know what was going to happen. You just didn't know what way it was going to go. And then, again, as always, Caleb comes out. He looks amazing. Always looking good. I saw he got his move out of his tattoo. Looks good. Do you know what I mean? I'm feeling it. I need to see a close-up, though. I don't know what it is. Couldn't see that well. I don't want my glasses on. But, of course, Caleb came out, as always. And now it's really interesting because I only saw Caleb at WrestleZone. Now I've saw him in another promotion to see how the crowd are. He literally has the crowd in the palm of his hands wherever he is. Like, everyone is just amazed when they see him. And genuinely, and I've said it before, I think it's because, see, when you look at some of the guys, you're like, oh, you're a wrestler, do this. Caleb's the only person that I truly believe might be a Viking. Do you know what I mean? I truly believe what he is. I'm like, you you could be. Like, see, if I was just saw him in the street, just wearing his wrestling gear, I'd believe you. I believe that's how he gets about. And with that being said, I think that's why everyone genuinely just is absolutely, it eats up everything he gives. And it's it's amazing. Um, before we go on to the actual match, though, because I can't stop myself talking about it, kind of goes on to a wee bit of um, the question, if you want to read out, Kyle. Yeah, so we have a question from Caleb, uh, which is quite well written um, for a Viking. Um, asks for perhaps a short word on the Discovery shows and if there's any differences we've noticed uh, with the wrestlers on roster guys there. Uh, where does Zach Dynamite do more talking, etc.? Um, and also, who is in more trouble, Griffin or Sterling? So this took me on to it before I answer that question. Is Caleb hit a moonsault? Like, what's that about? He's a big lad. He should not be fucking. Genuinely, we were sitting there. I was watching the match. And I was like, here we go. And I was like, my jaw physically dropped. I was like, I've not saw it before. I did not expect it. It was the most shocking part of the match. Loved it. Do you want to talk about that before we answer the question? I mean, it was an absolute belter of a moonsault as well. Yeah. Like, see, having watched it back now, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not even just like, ah, he's done a, he's done a moonsault. It's picture perfect. Like, yeah. it's just, oh. No one as big as him should be able to flip like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's terrifying. You know when you see like a spider, like jump, right? And you're like, ah, scary enough. Is it that happening? That was Caleb flying. The flying spider. Um, I'm all for it though. But um, do you know what? The guys are quite different in Discovery and WrestleZone. Not Caleb though. Caleb's the only one that I feel that genuinely everywhere he goes, he's got, he's, he's the same. But that's a good thing though. Like I said, you know his character, you know what he's doing, you know the intensity he's given. Do you get me? Yeah. Yeah. Because if we think about the people that are down there that we've seen anyway, because obviously you've had, um, Brad Evans has been on a show down there and all that. So like, we, there's been guys that have been on shows, but we've not seen them yet. Um, we've seen Zach Dynamite mm-hmm. in Disco. Uh, we've obviously seen 
uh, Caleb. We've seen Aspen. And that's pretty much it for people we've seen on the shows. We've obviously seen Omar in the, the Rumble, but that doesn't really count. Uh, you don't really get too much of a chance to see them in Rumble. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think the big thing for me, right, and this doesn't necessarily just talk about the guys, it's more about how the shows are. Like, see, because we went to the Discovery show on the Saturday, and then the next sun, next Saturday we were in that wrestling show. Like, see, just comparing the two, it's quite interesting. I feel like, from what I'm seeing so far at Discovery, we've been to the last two shows, so there should be sort of that sort of continuation of stories and stuff like that. But I feel like, on a, from a story-driven level, it's very shallow. Like, there's yeah. not really anything that well going on like they've got the whole joe henry stuff which is cool whatever but and they've got the caleb griffin kind of arc on but i feel like it's a lot more just matches with a couple of stories put through it yeah. whereas wrestlezone is very very much a strong story that you're invested in and the matches kind of come out of that it's as if when they're thinking of kind of what happens on the show and what the show's going to look like. They're thinking about the story stories first. They're thinking about how everything works into each other, how everything relates. Whereas I feel like disco seems to be more, right, who have we got on the show? What match are we going to have? Blah, 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 blah. Or how does that tie into our stories? Which I could be very, very wrong, but that's how it comes across from like a fan's perspective. So I totally agree with you. So my, the thing that, again, bit of both thing. Um, only been to two disco shows again, so it's not a lot to choose from. To but, be quite honest, think about this. Mm-hmm. Think about how you were feeling after Christmas Chaos, because that was your second ever wrestlers on show. True. So if you compare where you were at there versus where you are now with disco. So with disco, the way that I see it is wrestling wise, good. There's more people I don't like on it, right? But that's just me personal because I'm a bit of a cow. Um, do you know what I mean? More people that come to Glasgow, so that's a thing. But anyway, there's in disco they have a really good caliber of wrestlers. We we're not going to deny that. Again, people like you've got. Again, I'm not going to say the wrestlers on guys because that's like a thing. I'm trying to say people that are different. You want people like Joe Henry, do you know what I mean? You've world got class. someone like world yeah, class. Someone like him who looks amazing when he's holding a belt and stuff looks like. The prestige like no pun but like he's like a big deal you've got a lot of guys that are really really good and with that being said you have really good wrestling there's no doubt about that their wrestling is very good storyline wise what frustrates me is and again maybe it's because so obviously we talk to Chelsea and stuff so we like and after it we see like the promos and stuff and things the promos are really good but there's more story in the promos after it than what you see watching the show which Again, it's brilliant. The promos are really, really good and it's good to watch. But I wish that half of that was in the ring. Because when you're watching it, when you're there, you're like, oh, I'm going for this match. I'm never going for this story. And even then, I know there's a story with um, Caleb and Griffin. But that's like one of the only stories that I really know what's going on. You've got Joe's doing something with the title, but that's it. And when you think about a whole wrestling show and that's all you've got, it's not a lot. I feel like if I didn't go to a Discovery show, the next one, I might miss a good match. 
but it doesn't really matter. Whereas if I didn't go to a wrestling zone show, I'd be like, what's going to happen in the story? Like, I want to know. It's like watching like a soap opera. You don't want to miss an episode because you're like, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And like, that's where, me- like, I feel like mentally I'm like brilliant, but I'm not physically invested in it. Like, if I didn't go, I'd be like, I didn't go. Whereas if I didn't go to wrestling zone, I'd genuinely be like sad about it. I'd be like sitting wanting to know what happened. I'd try to find it. Like, I wouldn't go out my way to find something from, from Discovery. And that's not a bad thing. And again, it's more like, it's good. And the guys are really good and the caliber's good. It's just, I need a bit more of that. Like, I'm, like, I need to have a bit more investment in it. I need to know who I'm cheering for, what I'm doing. Because half the time I'm like, okay, you know that I heal, you know that I fade just because, like, someone's done one wee thing. But you don't really know. Like, you're just sitting there and you're like, I don't really know what I'm doing. You just feel that like awkward. Do you know what I mean? I just don't get it. And again, this is where I think a lot of people in Scottish wrestling, because it's not really as out there as it could be, like they get wrestlers on a little bit wrong. They kind of look at it from a, oh, it's just stories. Like they don't actually have good wrestling up there. It's just uh, the fans are really invested in the characters and stuff. Completely wrong. Like I feel like wrestlers don't have top tier matches in ring mm-hmm. and the stories are well well put together. Do you know what I mean? Like everything's kind of well done. And this show as well, we'll get on to near the end when we do our kind of summary. But like this show on its own was so well put together. Like there was something for everyone. You know, it, it was paced well. Like, you know that feeling you get when you come out of a wrestling show and you're just like, that was too much. Like I'm knackered. Like, or you get to the main event and you're just, I can't pay attention this wasn't this. And considering we had a big grudge match for a title, we had a world title match, we had a big hardcore match, or mosh pit rules, whatever you call it, you know, we had all these sort of things, yet at the end of the show, I was still going, oh, I want more. Like, this was so good. I want yeah. to the next show. I wasn't like, burnt out. Well, that's the thing. And again, this is where it goes back to WrestleZone always gives you that investment. You're like, I want more. I can't wait for the next one. I'm genuinely gutted the next one's not until Halloween. Whereas Discovery, I'm like, it's good. But I'm more excited to watch the promos after it than to see the show. And it's not because the guys are bad. The guys are good. It's just weird. Also, with it as well, speaking of Zach Dynamite, it's so weird that, like, I know how good he is, but the people of Discovery just don't seem to be, like, behind them as much it's weird see because I've only really saw him like wrestle in a couple of places but the main one being WrestleZone where like it's not even that everyone's behind him like he properly gets booed do you know what I mean like people are genuinely invested in him to a discovery where I see him put on a great match and me and Kyle are buzzing and I'm like why is no one because it's the whole thing which I've said before and I used to be biased to if you're not from a certain location in Scotland you probably got looked over um, and I've changed do you know what I mean I'm not like that anymore I mean, it's true. It's it, that is true. Again, and that's where I feel like me and Kyle like cheer a wee bit harder for like you all because I'm like, here we go. I well, feel like you know when it's like you watch like your child in a play, and you're like, yes, that's my way. That's how I feel watching the boys, like well, any Aberdeen lads. I'm like, yes, that's my way. You obviously know my opinion on the whole like hidden gem thing, like the narrative that comes wrestles on, and how I don't agree with it because a lot of it is self inflicted. But in terms of, like you said, when the guys are actually putting themselves out there and going down to sort of discovery, um, sort of promotions down here, like you said, a lot of them are getting kind of like 
overlooked and not used correctly. I'm not getting used properly, no. And do you know the thing is, and again, I, like, I'm going to use Zach as the main one because I feel like Aspen has done a lot more down here. So he's kind of got his own name for it. Caleb looks fucking intense, right? Caleb could just go anywhere, right? And he would look like an absolute monster, right? He does good. Which another thing, the fact that Caleb's actually good is impressive because he doesn't have to be. Caleb, you don't have to be. You could just stand in the corner, right? And we'll be like, big man's brilliant. So I mean, you could win a title just by like standing there. Um, but Zach's the one. He's the best example of. He is genuinely a great wrestler. He is technical. He's got the storytelling aspect of it. He's hard hitting. He can do. I've saw so many different types of matches. It's not the same sort of thing. He flings himself like a wet trackie. Do you know what I mean? But in a good way. He's always intense. Gives exactly what you want. Yeah, and Discovery, I just felt like it was like he's just added to a match, and I'm like, I feel it was so disrespect. Like maybe I'm, but I was just, it didn't feel like it should be way more from if you've got someone that can do all that, and he's also he's holding like a major title or another promotion, right? Which it's just like, come on, like do a wee bit, a wee bit more. I just felt like he's someone that if they can't see someone's potential as someone like that, then what the fuck are they playing at? Also, see if like. Wrestlers in Discovery want to like talk to each other and like have dynamite shot with that title on those shows. We probably do a lot, but anyway, um, Kayla Bahala and <laughs> Captain Sterling, um, the actual match itself obviously it was delayed due to, to COVID. Um, we finally got it, there was a lot of anticipation for it. Uh, Captain Allen had a tremendous outfit. Honestly, that outfit was something else. It was the fact that the hat was too small, which just made it even better. Yeah. Don't you think? Like, he came out, everyone was howling. Honestly, the way he came out in that full captain's gear, you always, I've said it once, I'll say it again, he just, he's just so good. Do you know what I mean? He just, he gives you what you need to give. And there's an example of like a good wrestler, but really good at comedy. People can't always the good like, level of it, do you know what I mean? Like, and the, the biggest surprise for me, right, was this, like, so obviously they had the outfit and William Sterling at ringside. I thought they brought a lot to the match. Like, really? in terms of, like, just the funny little things. It, it was just one of those things. I know what you're way to say. Like, they were there. But they, but, like... But they didn't really do anything. So... My only criticism is, again, I like the whole dynamic they have. But the only thing that I don't like is I feel like they were there, but they weren't really there. They were like, see, because they had their match coming up in a couple of matches time, they weren't really doing anything. They weren't really getting involved because obviously then that would affect the narrative of their next match, which I get. Like if they were then getting absolutely milked and then you expected them to then turn up and then fight in this big match and be like 100%. Doesn't make sense, right? So I get it logically, I get it. But if you look at the match, my standalone match, I'm not thinking about what's happening the rest of the card. If your pal is getting battered, right? And you're just like, you know, John Travolta? Like, that was my only thing. And I felt like when they then did get involved, it was good. Uh, I just felt like a wee bit, there was a lot of kind of standing around for a wee bit and just kind of, I don't know, it was still good, just weren't giving it like the 110%. But I get why. Like it made sense overall. I just, I just, I would prefer if they weren't there. It would have gave more for me personally. Well, I thought they were funny. 
Um, like there was one point that made me really, really laugh. It was um, when Alan was going to do a DDT yeah. on Caleb and they're shouting DDT, DDT. And Dino just turns around and goes, well, don't tell him. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, they were really funny. I loved it. It was just, there was some bits that seemed awkward. Like, just, yeah, that was all. But, again, I will also say, Murphy's really grown into himself. Mm-hmm. Murphy now knows who he is. And I feel like that comes across. Because, again, as I said before, I felt like he didn't know who he was. So I didn't know who he was. So I didn't care. But now I'm like, ah, okay, you know who you are. I get you now. I'm feeling it. Trying. And of course, I'll always give big props to Dino. I just really like his style. I like his whole, like, I don't know, his whole, like, everything. It just kind of works. Do you know what I mean? Big fan. That's why I want him to do more. Because I feel like the last, like, couple of shows, the outfit have just kind of been, like, there, but not really had, like, a big moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, when they had that, um, that match, we were like proper brawling, like they were like cutting all that and stuff. And it was like, wow, my God, they've made such an impact. And I felt like that was so big. And since then, they've been good. But since we had something so big, it just hasn't felt as big since. I felt like they've yeah. kind of not been as much. Again, I feel like Dino maybe has. He's been doing like he's like knocking everyone out, which has been really cool. But the other two have just been kind of standing about. Makes sense. And then, um, what's he called again? What's the other one called? The third one? William Sarlin. Again, he's just. You don't have to be there. I mean, I'll be honest, right? Give enough for me. I'll be honest, not really enjoyed most things that he's done since the COVID stuff. I thought that when he did his leg injury and like they did CPR to his leg, that was funny. Um, but this show actually won me over a little bit on, on William Sterling, to be honest, if you're going from my perspective. Like, I thought he was actually quite funny. And there was a few things... And I don't know if it's just a case of wasn't taking himself too seriously, but like it was actually there was a few little bits in this match, and then later on in like the the six man that I just thought were we James. Do you know what it is for me? Right, it's not like I don't hate him. My whole thing is he has a couple of funny moments, right, which is cool. He's he can do that once in a blue moon. He's funny, and it's all right, and it's like a wee thing. You're like, ah, whatever. I just personally think that he cheapens. The team i just feel like why like it just doesn't fit the vibe like it doesn't go like why would they two have him kicking about do you know what i mean it just i just don't like it and i feel that they two are like can wrestle they're doing what they're doing and he just kind of gets in does a wee a wee fit something funny and then goes out again and he just spends more time waddling about than than doing anything i just not i'm just not a fan i just feel that like i said the only way to describe it is kind of like cheapens what we're trying to believe with outfit. These are meant to be like these rough kind of like brawlers doing their own thing. And then he comes out being like, hello, hi. And you're like, oh, here's our friend Mark. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Mark, I realise I'm not saying Mark Leslie. If you saw the, the gif online, it's like, here's so-and-so, here's so-and-so, here's Mark. Um, that's the that's the vibe I'm getting. And I just, I'm not feeling it. I just feel like okay. they'd be way better without him. Fair. Um this match, um, I realised I messed up. This match was the first half main event. Like, I don't know what I was talking about. Um, so this match ended with Dino jumping in the ring um, while the ref was distracted and knocking out Caleb. 
Um, which meant Alan picked up the win and retained his Tri-Counties Championship. I was very shocked by that. Yes. Um, the more I've thought about it since, Makes I feel sense. like we need to go somewhere from here. Um, I was thinking potentially, are we going towards a cage match? That was the first thing I thought. A cage match would be cool because I was like, what could they do? And I thought, if you have, um, like, what would be something interesting? But I could really think of something that would work for them both. Sharon? Yeah, because I was thinking, Alan keeps using all these excuses and kind of having his guys around him to stop him getting beat. Lock him in a cage. I have an idea. Right? Okay. Hear me out, it's going to get mental. So all these, beware. You know, in like Japan, they have those like messed up matches where it's like in piranha or water. Yes. Have a boat match, right? They're both in wee boats. Right. Are we doing this in like Duffy Park or something? I don't know what that is. If you oh. do it in a swimming pool, you know what I mean? They're doing it in like um like gym halls and that before. Swimming pool, right? Because what I want, Caleb comes out, you know, one of those Viking longboats, right? Yeah. You know, he's like, doo, 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 horn, way, hi. Um he comes out little tugboat. Do you know what I mean? Do his wee thing, and they're fighting in their wee boats. And, and this then, is how we get our friend Fred Ottman. Book the don't, don't even honestly don't I'll get too excited don't even joke about that right don't joke about that um, it'd be hilarious also if you want I'm happy to like to put this together for you a referee is on you know when you have a lifeguard the big lifeguard um, seats yep. that's how it goes it's not one two three it's a pop 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 it's a toot toot oh toot toot there you go toot toot um, brilliant we're all sitting there in the crowds, you know, or in it, we've all got the wee orange life jackets on, just, you know, after it, you can also have other water-based matches if you want. Um, you don't have to. That'd be perfect. Worst case scenario, if anyone's scared of water, um, you can just record it. Do you know what I mean? You know how they do on Raw and you're like, you go up to the screen for the, like, you know, like the Wyatt house? Ah, come back. I would like to be there, though, personally. I'd like to get in about it, see it. Okay. Yeah, add more, but I'm going to stop now because it's going to get weirder. That's that's good. Um, any more booking ideas? Kayla. So moving on, <laughs> <laughs> we then had our break and that was when the Len stuff got discussed. And then we had our first match of the second half, which was Ronan King versus Mickey Vago in the Mosh Pit Rules match. Which uh, I was so buzzing for this match, by the way. Yeah, I didn't really know what to expect because I've never seen a Mosh Pit Rules match before. But the general idea of it was if there's a weapon, it's getting used. Also, so see, before it, I was trying to rattle my brain. I was like, how's this going to work? Do you know what I mean? What are they going to do? I know they've used a guitar previously, um, which, first of all, it looks absolutely brutal to bet with. Yep. Um, just saying. I was really surprised. So they came out. Obviously, they had like amps. Um, bins for like kendo sticks and surprise items um, big drums yeah. which were you not shouting it was orange walk when they all came out yeah and I was raging um, yeah it was like they had all these stuff the amps that had like Vago sprayed on it really cool that was cool I like that it was now before the, the match kind of started 
do you know what I sound really like? I feel like in the last couple of months, Ronan and Vago together have really elevated each other. Yes. They've really brought the best out in each other. Like, I feel that, you know, Vago's, like, I feel like Ronan's character, he knew what his character was. He was then just getting the experience of everything else, right? And he's done that. He's elevated himself. He's got there. We'll go to him in a minute. But Mickey, big Vago, you know, my, my number one. Um, I feel like we know him better. I feel like we know who he is. He's not a tag team guy. He's not one of the rejected now. The bandana man that doesn't wear a bandana. Do you know what I mean? Um, the biker was at a bike. Um, I feel like we know who he is now. Like proper, like leaning into the heavy metal thing is properly his vibe. And I'm so feeling it. Do you know what I mean? I think it makes yeah. so much sense. And the look suits them. And yeah, there's so many places you could go with this. Again, up here. Up here for thinking down there for dancing. So many ideas. I was loving it. And we're back. Technical difficulties. Uh, we should be okay now, I think. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, you know, the whole stuff with Vago and, and Ron, it has really kickstarted both of them. Like they've both really stepped up off the back of it. You know, Ronan has grown into to kind of what he is now. We kind of know more about what he does. He had a character, now he has tied it in within the ring and all that sort of stuff. And then with Vago, like you said, he's came out of shell. You know, he was the guy in the tag team before. Now he's a top guy in WrestleZone. You know, he's on the mic. He's, you know, getting involved. He's getting more out there. We know what he's about. So, yeah, this whole feud, if you want to call it that, has been perfect for both of them. Well, yeah, like I said, it makes sense because I love the fact that Mickey's properly leaned into what he's good at, which is he's got... He's got the online presence now because he's got obviously like the mosh pit and things. We really care about that. So lean into that. Use it. Use it for your advantage, which has been really, really interesting to see. Um, and again, he's, like I was saying before, everything cut out. He's wrestling gear. Everything he's doing, he's got like his whole thing. He's got his candlestick and that. So you know what you're going to get now when you see him. And now it's very versatile. We can really add that to things. So again, he can use it. He couldn't use it. All sorts of places you can go with that. And then Ronan, he had a character, but wasn't a wrestler to start with. Not in a bad way, I mean, he could wrestle, but he was a character. Now he's a character and a proper wrestler. Do you know what I mean? He's got a bit of it all. And fair play on him, he's been on shows for less than a year, and he's already, that's two hardcore matches now. And not even that, right? And a proper sore. He's so, <laughs> he's so good, right? And I know we're saying like, he's been on shows for like half a year at this point, but think about it. The way that wrestlers have been running their shows lately, he's been on like literally a handful of shows, like, and he's doing really well for himself. Like, yeah. um, he's one of the people that I will always champion in terms of his social media presence. I mean, his stuff on TikTok, top tier. Um, like, even just talking to like Owen and his pals and stuff like that, they're really into him because he's out there, he's relating to people he needs to be relating to like that's the thing and honestly people could learn a lot from him which is ironic because i think and this is a bit of a, a toxic thing wrestling is that like if you're new to the business you just shut up and listen kind of thing which i get why they do that like it, it makes sense but 
like there's people that are coming to the business now like Ronan who have these skills he's like he's so he's so good at marketing himself yeah like he's just out there even little things the sunglasses he was selling yeah sunglasses yeah everyone was talking about them everyone was like damn it's a shame that people only knew about them just before like the show because i feel like people knew like further in advance they probably have got more because they were like oh damn they're really cool um but something as well think of it this way if me and kyle think something's cool right we'll tell our pals and they'll do our age that like wrestling probably no wrestlers on we're not really gonna get anyone our age interested to come along that's not a bad thing just because like that's kind of how it works people of a certain age they don't really have people to do that see people like your little brother's age and like all them you're that age where if they see something online and it's cool they want to go to it you're gonna get more of them like there's a certain generation they talk and they want to take their friends do you know what i mean whereas when you get to ages like us it's like you can't really get people to come up like maybe a couple people but you won't get as much of a draw from people our age if they're already interested in wrestling they're interested in it it's very rare you'll get someone our age into it and want to get invested at this age do you know what i mean it's just a fact we're more likely our age to do things like a different sort of thing. So someone like Ronan, who's on Twitter, on TikTok, on all this, and to give him his due, and in the nicest way possible, see at the start when his feud just started with Mickey Vago, he was making TikToks about their feud, right? There won't be that many people on TikTok that know WrestleZone, right? People probably didn't know. They weren't going on there because he's part of WrestleZone to find it. They just found his presence and done that way. Do you know what I mean? It's not as if, like... They've got a massive TikTok presence and it made sense for him to do that. He's done that off his own back. They didn't even, wrestle didn't have, didn't have a TikTok then. Thanks to us, they do now. But don't use being, it. But not being used. Don't start me. I'll rant again. Um, but things like that is where you take it to the next level. Yeah. And it's like that's all you need. Because do you know how I many people now are talking about him as a person, even though not some wrestle, because it's interesting. Think of it another way. I don't know if it's contrary. Think about Ravy David out. May not be a cup of tea, but how often do you see him online and you're like, what is he doing? He is mental. Back in the day, that's what Grado was. How many people saw Grado and thought, that's really cool. I want to go and see what he's doing. People went to wrestling shows who didn't care about wrestling just to go and hear Grado, just to hear his theme song, just to say, oh, by the way, mate, I went and saw Grado last night. That sort of thing. Now, I'm not sure to say Ronan's Grado, right? Um, but look at it from that perspective, do you know what I mean? This is the sort of thing social media has a bigger impact, whether you like it or not, than you think. And someone like this use it really well. Yeah. Honestly, now we've like, got to the wrestling side of it. <laughs> before we do, like, it, it, just one thing to think about is like, if I'm one of the guys up in WrestleZone who, you know, always kind of thinks, right, I need to do well here. I need to expand. I need to start going down to, you know, our Glasgow promotions, Edinburgh. Um, you've got the promotions in Fife and stuff like that. So, like, I need to get out there and kind of get people looking at me. What can I do? Well, the first thing, and I, I get this right, this is probably the thing that annoys me, is that with wrestling, it's a very, like, kind of, you have to be part of it to kind of, give advice essentially right but I think a lot of time they need to take things from outside of wrestling and apply it to what they do so even things like in sort of a business type of thing you're looking at what can this person bring to my show right so say I'm looking at 
Ronan, for example, and I'm a promoter based in Glasgow, right? I'm looking at him going, right, he's had so many matches, he's barely done anything in wrestling, why should I bring him in? But then I look at his social media and I'm like, oh, he's going to definitely post some sort of TikTok or something out there about my show. He's going to do an Instagram story, he's going to do a tweet, he's going to get involved. Whereas, oh, this guy can put in a good match, he's been wrestling for 10 years, but he's not even got a Twitter. So he's not even going to talk about it. So it's, it's yeah. things like that, and, and he's doing it yeah. very, very well. And again, not to make it a, a business thing, right? Again, when it comes to the wrestling side of it, yeah, like, we're not, like, we can't give advice on that as such. We can say what we like. We've got, like, the fans' perspective um, and a logical perspective of it, and sometimes that's maybe what you want. But when it comes to other things, that's what you want. It's like anything, and kind of what Kyle was saying, why would you invest in someone who can't even then just give you the gratitude of, like, that's free promo for you. Like, this person's coming here. Do you know how often I'll be, like, just looking through, like, Instagram stories or Twitter or whatever and be like, oh, well, damn, it's a wrestling show. Or what I'll do is, and this really annoys me, you'll go on and be like, oh, here's a certain um, wrestling photographer. Um, oh, they were at this show. Oh, none of the wrestlers said they were going there. I would have went there. Because people just don't promote their shows anymore. And that's frustrating. And that's, like, a whole other thing, which is a small thing. If you put yourself out there, the promoter will like it, the fans will come, you will grow. It's not that hard. I feel like you do this in any job. Do you know what I mean? Anything you want to make sure you get out there and show yourself. But, how to do it. But anyway, let's go to the wrestling side of it because this match was actually really good and really shocked me. And also, nah, it was... yeah, it was the way they just, um, they had to be, the, what, what would you even call them? Like the lads that couldn't put the stuff out, what were they called again? I mean, I would just call them roadies, but yeah. Roadies, they... yeah. His crew, his heavy metal crew, um, with our joggies. Um, so we had everything in this match. There was guitars, keyboards, amps, drums Beat of all finger. sizes. We had yeah. a bass drum, we had a snare, we had everything. Um, we then had, yeah, we had the guitar filled with the, the old powder. Less powder this time. Good job. No slippage. <laughs> uh, Ah, uh, yeah, this match is brilliant. Like, it was exactly what you thought they would do. They battered the living shit out of each other. Yeah. Um, they then did all the fun stuff. You know, they got the drums involved. At one point, Ronan goes for the uh, curb stomp. Foot goes through one of the drums, gets it stuck on his leg. Big bass drum over his head. Hilarious. So good. And again, that, do you know what was really good about this match? And they had the perfect recipe of some bits were really hard hitting when it had to be, some bits weren't. Some people go too hard for too long. That's, that's what she said. Um, but then you're just like, right, okay, you're just getting hurt now, and I'm not really feeling it. It's like it was too comedy, and you're like, it's not, you're not even hurting each other. Not that I want you to hurt each other, but I mean, it doesn't look real. Like, how am I getting invested in this sort of grudge match? Perfect bit of both, because again, the kendo stick shots right at the start, they sounded absolutely intense like fair play on both of you for taking them because that was not easy and then again you've got the bits like it, like Ronan gets put through the amp and then the drum and honestly when that drum got put over him that looked sore right like I know it was it was how it was it didn't look easy now the guitar going over his head disgusting honestly I thought the poor lad was going to crumble right he's lost a foot do you know what I mean he's down um but both of them, a really good match. Now, takes one of our questions. 
when the bin came out, so we heard some rustling that bin, and we were going, what do you think it's going to be? Kyle thought thumbtacks. I thought, don't be daft. And then I was like, what well, if it's bits of a keyboard? I don't know. Sickos. Um, load of CDs. Now, this terrified me. Well, not terrified me. I just thought, yous are mental. Because CD cases, have you ever stood in a CD case? It just shatters. And if you've ever stood in a CD, it just shatters. Clearly, I was a really clumsy way because I've done both. Um, I was like, someone is going to get absolutely cut up, like, in this match. Mental. But again, took it. Took it like a champ. He's brilliant. Yeah. So, again, after all the battering and all that sort of stuff, Vago picked up the win. Uh, he got his own back. He hit Ronan with the Kingslayer guitar yep. uh, and picked up his win. I would assume from this sort of match that they'll be going their separate ways now. I don't think there's too much more of this can kind of go. Um, so interesting to see what happens for both of them. Um, I'm sure they'll both play a big part in the next shows coming up. So interested to see what they do going mm-hmm. forward. Um, we have some questions based off of this match um, around the participants from this match. So first one is from Rolling King, who asked... How great was it to see Ronan King destroy heavy metal one CD at a time? Oh, I don't want to say that, but um, it looked like you were the one that got milked. Absolutely. Which is a reply from Conor Malloy, um, who says, how great was it to see Ronan King get destroyed by heavy metal? I feel like this was a metaphor, right? Of absolutely banishing the shite songs on Spotify. Shutting. Yeah. Like, this is what it was like. Um, I'm going to be honest, Rory, we might have said a lot of nice things about you, but you deserved it, you little scoundrel. Absolutely threw off everything. You deserved it. So that's what's happened. Let's see how you come out next time. Do you know what I mean? The lads sitting beside us absolutely enjoyed your match. They could not get any more of it. They were eating it up. They loved it. But personally, I thought you deserved it. Do you know what I mean? Told you from the start, you don't go against Vago and expect me to be on your side. Do you know what I mean? So, absolutely. We then had Mr. Vago ask a question. He asked us how relieved were both those in attendance and WrestleZone that Ronan didn't injure anyone by carelessly throwing things into the crowd. If you don't know what he's is referring to, uh, at the last show, uh, Ronan King hit. Um, a fan with the guitar. Um, yeah. I don't know what he was doing, but he he somehow swung it, hit McIvago, and it ended up going back the way. So he did that, and then went yeet. Yeah. So I think mainly wrestlers management were happy about that. Uh, I'm sure they had like their apology tweet ready to go, just in case something happened. Um, I did notice there was a bit of a gap between the ring and the, the crowd at this show, um, just in case, you know, just Ronan does anything. Because you know what he's like, he's a bit, bit of a klutz. Um, Is this not the first show that he's not done something controversial? Probably. He had the swearing, he had the guitar, he's had like a whole a whole shebang of stuff. But to be honest, there was many times where I thought, it's going to be now, it's going to be yeah. now. But he didn't. And again, fair play. Fair playing, you lad. Um, but yeah, and I was expecting something, the CDs to go skeet, the big bass drum to go somewhere, like in the guitar again. 
the kendo stick was quite close to us. You got scared, but um, fair play, didn't do it. We didn't have uh, Adam Morrison ask us a question here. Uh, he asks, what CD do you reckon Mikey Ennis stole? Um, I believe you had a good vantage point on this one. Now, I'm pretty sure I saw it, right? And it's quite on topic just now, quite sadly. I think you saw the Grease CD, which we all love you, it's not here anymore. Um, but I'm pretty sure you stole a Grease. It was pink and it, was, and it looked like the Grease CD. But maybe, Mikey, um, if he's listening out there, can you confirm or deny what there was? Um, I was trying to see the CD. I was trying to see what ones they're wearing because they're interesting. Any wee, like, tidbits. But um, couldn't couldn't see what they were. But I think he had to like, this CD. But, again, Mikey, please confirm or deny. And then, last question relating to this match comes from Billy Strachan at Scottish Wrestling Network who has a few questions that we'll get to eventually, probably because he didn't bother to show up to the show. Um, you know, Fairweather fan and all that. Um, I'm kidding, he's a child, it's fine. Um, he asks, is Kayleigh gutted that Vigo didn't ask her to be part of his road crew? Well, you know, it's a thing. Actually, spoiler, um, we're actually in a band together. So you'll see me shortly. I'm not a road crew. I've been bumped up. Me and him are a band now, so... See what happens. That's why. Also, I'm a, a deaf would have rocked when I rode through. You know, if I was asked, I deaf would have been there. I'm just, I'd be fine with that stuff. Yeah. Um, next match, which we will, probably won't have too much to talk about, um, is the six man tag that was meant to happen at Anarchy. It was Scotty Swift, Omar Mohammed, and Lee McAllister against the outfit. And William Sterling. Um, again, another match that was meant to be anarchy but was delayed. Uh, Lee McAllister an injury. Um, before I let Kayleigh have her piece in this one, I will say, crowd love this match. Um, it was entertaining in terms of, you know, as a match. Um, I thought, you know, Scotty and Omar, as always, top tier, um, getting the crowd going. Um, Omar's looking good. He seems like he's, you know, a bit more confident in himself. He's got the, the hair the, going. The hair is um, looking really good, by the way, yeah, like, honestly. Looks a little bit like a, a male model, if I do say so. So that could be an interesting career path for him. Uh, and then again, the outfit and William Sterling were kind of the perfect kind of foils to, to them. Um, I thought it was funny watching Dino and Murphy like refuse to kind of tag in when mm. Lee McAllister was in the ring. Um, yeah, any thoughts from you, Kelly? Elephant in the room, right? I don't care about Lee McAllister at all. Maybe because I'm not from Aberdeen, so I don't know who he is. He might be a big deal with user fee, but he's nowhere I'm for, right? Don't know him, don't care, not to name him. Um, so I saw the rest of the crowd were interested. If he was there or not, it wouldn't have made any difference to me. Like, that's just how it was. This match was, it was all right. It was weird, though, because I felt like everyone could see something that I couldn't. Because the Waynes were buzzing, the Moz were getting dead excited about him being in the ring. And I just felt like, normally you have the same vibe as the rest of the crowd, you're kind of like having the same vibe. I felt like, an out, like a bit of an outsider. I was like, I don't get what's going on here. Um... 
maybe because I didn't know who he was, I sat inside of it and I thought, all right, that's what it is. Wasn't like, didn't really impress me or anything, but I'll stop talking about him because I don't care. Um, as always, Scotty does his thing, absolutely loves it. You can just tell he he just brings something that no one else can bring. Do you know what I mean? Like every single person is right behind him, gaze at Yaldi. <clears throat> always like always a really good standard. You know, for a fact, if he's on the if he's on the show and he's in a match, you're gonna enjoy the match, like no matter what, because he's a good wrestler, but he also knows what he's doing. He's just he always brings something. Again, Omar looking absolutely suave, if I do say so myself. Um, again, I'm liking the longer hair. It's really you're really suiting it. You're really rocking it. It's good. I wonder if him and Scotty are still going to be like a wee thing after this or not, since I've got matching jackets. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. Um, and the outfit kind of opposite to what I was saying earlier on. I felt like there wasn't a lot of intensity with the match earlier on. Again, they were just like a side piece. To be fair, a lot more intensity, which I really, really liked. Um, again. William Sterling, I will say, was hilarious in this match. Like, I really felt it in this one when he came out with, like, the big novelty um, boxing gloves and stuff. Again, I understood it. I understood his whole thing this time, which was good. But, um, yeah, I think overall it wasn't a bad match. I just felt that this one I enjoyed the least out of them all. No disrespect to the guys. I think all of them on their own were good. I think it's just because I didn't have any investment in it. That was all, which, again, see if that was on another show, for example, would have been absolutely fine. But because I have so much investment in, like, all the other matches, it just wasn't my favourite one. Yeah. Um, that's not a bad thing. Again, it's not like anyone had any bad moments. I just was like, oh, it's just what it is. Okay. So. Um, again, pretty much agree with most of your sentiments there, to be honest. Um, I thought the outfit and um, Sterling were brilliant during this match. Um, the massive inflatable gloves, really funny. Um, obviously, the match finished with Omar sacrificing himself, um, running in front of Dino's massive forearm. That and poor lad, he's always getting hit. And then Team McAllister pick up the win, uh, and the crowd go wild essentially. So, yeah. Decent, decent match. Um, wasn't necessarily for us, but again, it's what we're talking about. There's something in the, the card for everyone. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, you know, there's people who pretty much would have exclusively bought tickets to the show to see this match. So, um, yeah, it did what it needs to do, and uh, people enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but moving on, we have our main event of the evening. This was something we were both looking forward to. Well, before that, let's answer Billy's other questions. So Billy asked, and I'll ask you this one, if Blue Thunder and Scotty Swift teamed up, what would their tag team name be? His suggestion is Purple Pain. Mick Slushy. Mick Slushy? Nah, I love that. Honestly, I'm feeling that. That'd be really good. Can we, can just, like, can we convince him to listen to this and then take it on board? Because I'd be game with that. We'll see. Oh, and they can get a revan. Um, and another question. Who needs merch and vessels on? Now I've got my answer, but I'll let you go first. I think everyone has merch now, don't they? Like, no, they don't. No, do you know what we need? Zach Dynamite needs his own t-shirts. 
like we've got Foundation of the Future, but we need like a Zack Dynamite t-shirt. Because yes. obviously Brad's got his. Um, Ryan's not got any as well, but I think Zack Dynamite, he's the man. He is his own merch. Exactly. Two people that also need merch. I wouldn't mind a wee t-shirt for Martin, do you know what I mean? Be microphone. <laughs> wee thing. Do you know what it could be? You know, back in the day, you had those top, like you're wearing a suit jacket, like that. It's how you make your phone. Don't know, something. I, I would see at that point, you're turning to fucking MC Tommy. Do you know what I mean? Like, nobody wants that. Do you know what I mean? But do you know what I really want? I would love one that says, like, I love Len. I'm with Len. I'm a Len gal. You know, like well, you that I'm a Heyman gal. Well, at Abden Anarchy, the year that Len Anside wrestled, asked for faith. Mm-hmm. They did have the Team Len t-shirt. So we can bring that back. No, I want the I'm a Heyman gal top or a Heyman boy or whatever it is, I'm a Heyman guy, but I want I'm a Lane guy. Okay. Right? And I'll be like, I feel like he would have like a burgundy top for some reason. Yeah, I can see like it. Like a burgundy man. I feel like Maybe. he wouldn't have a t-shirt, he'd have like a cardigan. No, don't even see if he had a cardigan. Oh, a coffee cup. Right? A travel mug, that's it. A pipe. A too far. How? I feel like a travel mug because the man's always busy. A wee pint glass, but it's a wee engraving of his wee face being like. Also, do you know what I would love, right? I would love a comical photo with him now I've decided, me and him, you know, back to back, like two fellas. Like still game? Yes, still game. Also, right, sorry. Mr. Lane, if you're watching, if he doesn't have YouTube, someone show him this because I've got something for him. Do you know what I'd love to do? I would like to make a YouTube series, Kaylee and Lane go on adventures, right? I hope you drive because I don't. If not, we'll both get bus passes. He'll have one. I'll get one, right? Me and him go places. We just go about, right? We take our sandwiches. We have a brilliant time. If he is game, so am I. Kill you from the cameraman. Okay. We can have special guests. Oh! We go places, right, in Aberdeen. Now, I don't know where in Aberdeen. But then we do a whole thing. We chap the door. It's a wrestle zone guy, right? We walk into their gaff and interview them. It's Kayleigh and Len. Here we are. Tell us about your gaff. Do you know what I mean? Do you love your more? How's your day? You want to see that, don't you? I do, actually. That's quite fun. Um... Matching cardigans. Oh, hold on. Do you know I love you more than that? Sorry, keep going. We're going to have our own merch, slippers, <laughs> right? Kaylee and Len, slippers. Moccasin slippers. Just you wait. Okay. So, <laughs> moving on to clearly a less important thing. Uh, our main event of the evening, the much-anticipated Zach Dynamite versus Damien. Um, now, this had a lot of expectation going into this match. You know, oh, I'm tired. Oh, me, we must be going long. Um, this match has two of the best in WrestleZone. Like, yes, these are two of the best guys. Like, I'd say two of the best in Scotland. Do you know what I mean? Like, these are two guys that are absolutely going to leave it all in the ring, um, are just going to go balls to the wall and just have a cracker of a match, right? So, off the chain. Off the shizzle. Um, so, what were your thoughts? Got this match in. What was your comment or the match? The um, match. So, one of those matches, you know it was going to be good, right? Yep. No doubt about it. 
these two both know how to put on a show. And what I would say is WrestleZone have such a great calibre of wrestlers, but when you see these two step in the ring, they are a whole step above the rest. Like, you can see it. You, you could just... I don't know how to describe it. It felt like a big match feel, right? And even then, having Aspen and commentary and stuff, it just felt like it made sense. And it felt like you knew something was going to happen here. You knew we were a treat. And again, previous to this, the fact that the rest of the show was such a good pace, you weren't tired out when this happened. You really were into it. You were buzzing for it. So I think overall, it was it was a bit, it was different than I expected, I'll be quite honest. Like, they were really hard hitting. They they were really giving it to each other. They were like proper, like going in. You really enjoyed it. But then I just felt like it had like a weird, like it slowed down a bit, which normally would be like a bad thing in a match, but they kind of slowed it down a bit. Damien was at the side. He was kind of hurting and all that and stuff. And it got to the point where like, what's going on? Like you were a bit like, what's, what's happening here? It was really like an interesting pace, but then it picked up again. And it went, and again, you don't normally, you don't get that a lot. You don't kind of get like the slowdown and then back up again. I was like, oh, okay, like we're back into it. And there was just small things I felt like really worked, and it really just kind of like brought it all full circle. It was the dynamite was then pulling up um, Damien's daughter, which oh, she was she was not happy, right? She was getting yeah. absolute dogs abuse, right? I swear she was this close to battering him, right? I could feel it or something I'd let her um, get absolute dogs abuse her dad was getting battered um, but it just felt like the match overall was so good and then when you've got the, the lads came out and honestly I loved the way they done it so it wasn't your typical like this match was such like I said before such a high calibre see if they had like a cheap like way of just like, like cheating it would have really cheapened the whole match do you know what I mean the way they done it was so interesting Brad came out rattling the chains. So you were like, what's going on? So even the crowd were like, what's going on? They got distracted for a minute because it was something so random. He's not come out with the chains in a while. So you're like, what's going on? And then when he came out and he was standing in the corner, he was giving it yaldi again, be, be bruiser nod. Um, you know, I was like, are you bruiser nod? And then Ryan came out, got all sorted. And it just felt like it was such a perfect like arc to the story. It felt like we finally closed that chapter and now we're ready for the Aspen side of it. It didn't feel like we had to see them and we were constantly like missing bits and not finishing off. I felt like this was a perfect like circle. And as much as I'd be sad if Damien, like it'd be sad not to see him on shows, but I think it'll be perfect for him to go away for a while and just like be out of the picture for a little while. Cause I think it will add a lot more to, to him, but also to the story of um, Zach and Aspen, him not being there. I agree. Yeah. Like, I think, like you said, this match was just a great main event match, you know, and this is, again, we weren't burnt out because of the rest of the show. The rest of the show had brought us to this point. We're ready for this match. It was just one of those sort of perfect main event matches. You know, there was a bit of back and forth. We had the sort of shenanigans. We had the initial running where Mr. P and Sean Johnson made the save. Um, and then, like you said, we had that run at the end. Um, obviously, Dynamite picks up the win, but obviously there was a bit of shenanigans around it, so it leaves that open for the future. 
of well when was can last yeah like can he actually beat him one on one doesn't look like it so um, you've got that for the future at some point Dynamite and Damien will always be at war I think so that'll happen forever um, and then at the end obviously Aspen came in and made the save and held the title aloft uh, building the next show CC and Damien without the belt who was like naked I've only ever saw him with the belt yeah. it's so weird him not holding it but with that being said Zach again him holding that belt it has elevated him he was already a good wrestler but seeing him with the belt you genuinely believe it like you're like this is like a big moment it's natural it feels like it's, it's right for him but saying that and I'm sorry Zach because as good as you are when Aspen was holding it it just felt like it fit better do you know what I mean it just felt like it was right um, also I know it wouldn't actually happen but you know what I would love see if Aspen won the belt and he like taped up so it was like pink <laughs> you know like you know the black see if he got like the, the wrist tape he's got but then put it on like cut it all out so it was like pink just saying Aspen it'd be a really good idea um, uh, yeah I just think that'd be good and sure. I believe it and you know something it's one of those ones that you know something when you have like a main event especially the title and you're like oh I don't care what the story is just do not put the belt on him like it's going to be so I feel like no matter who comes out with it you're going to have like it's going to be so much story you're going to care for it I know some of us in this room are a bit more biased than others um but I feel like you wouldn't be mad who walks out with the belt like they both deserve it I will be mad If Aspen doesn't win the title at Halloween, I will be very mad. Would you stop going? Of course not. They've got you hooked, don't they? They've got you by your knickers. That's what's all about. So, that is true. But yeah, honestly, I think... And again, little things like this, which we're seeing that other shows don't do. I can't wait now for that next show to see what happens next. Because wrestling can be good. I've saw loads of really good matches in my time. But if I don't care about it, I just there's nothing bringing me back. I genuinely can't wait for the next show. I'm genuinely gutted that there's not other shows that's over. I know they have like the reshows like out and about, but we we don't go we go to main event shows, do you know what I mean? We we don't go to the wee towns. It's not for us. Yeah, the we're, A shows. Yeah. We're not travelling and spending money to go to Aberdeen to go to somewhere we no, we go to the big shows, that's what we do. Big show. I mean to be fair though, it depends. I know they'll probably be doing a show in September. It depends what weekend it falls on. Because if it's on my birthday, we have to go. Nah. To be fair, yeah, if someone can um, slide us the dates of that, because we are in Aberdeen for Kyle's birthday, to be fair. If not, then, you know, if he's a free, maybe he can do a birthday party. Do you know what I mean? Kyle wants an, um, a wrestler's own birthday party, so maybe. Maybe you'll see us anyway. Could be fun. No, I would do that if I could pick and choose who was on it and who was wrestling who. I'd, like, think, to, I'd like to book one show. I feel like I could easily guess who you would have, right? But failing that, if he's on free September, when you never do have a free moment and you've got an absolute giggle, right? Kyle could, we'll, we'll, hire, we'll hire it, right? Kyle can choose the show. See what happens? The shenanigans. 
or if he's ever wanted to all come down to Glasgow, do you know what I mean? Bring the ring, we'll put it in our back garden. It's not that big, actually. We'll put it somewhere. We'll have a wee, a wee show. Funny. Fun things. Invite our pals, you know, see. See what happens. <laughs> okay. Um, so we have one question following on from this match, and it is from Damien. Um, and he asks, how accurate We'll cut that. We have one question. So we have one question from this match. It is from Damien himself. Uh, and he asks, how accurate is Ryan Riley's claim that he is the bad man around here? Has he ever referred to himself as the bad man around here? He, he did. He did. It wasn't during this match. It was uh, during the tag match. But... Yeah, that was that, those were words that came out of his mouth. Ryan's like a big cat. Like, meow. Like, I just... I don't see him as a bad man. He's just a fun man. He looks lovable. Do you know what I mean? Like... And again, I can't take anyone seriously if their favourite band's Don Broco. I'm just saying. Um, I, I think, did I say last time, I've met Don Broco and it was a really weird interaction. If I haven't, then Ryan, I'll happily tell you that story one time. It was weird. I saw them at tunnels in like 2010. There was about 50 folk there and they were shite. Um, so, Wait, no, did I see them before that or after it? I can't you, remember. It would have been after that. But it was in like a little signing in Glasgow. Put it this way, it cost £3 to go to the show. So it'll probably be after that. They're big now. I just haven't really listened to them. I just wasn't a fan at the time, but... I have a bad no. I don't I will have a bad say, choice of music. People just think I have a bad choice of music. I will say Thug Workout is a banger. Everything else a bit. Eh. Um, so anyway, that is that show. Honestly, WrestleZone keep knocking it out the park every time we go up to WrestleZone, and we're factoring the fact that it costs us a hotel, travel up, like all that sort of stuff. Like there's so much expense on for these shows for us. Like, that's factored in to how much we enjoy the shows. Like, I've been to shows that have cost me, like, a fiver. And, like, it's five minutes away from my house. And I would rather go up to WrestleZone. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're going out our way to go up. It's costing us a lot of money. And, again, they knock it out of the park every single time. We have so much trust in them to put on an absolute banger every time regardless of what's happening with the shows you know who's on the show even when people aren't on the show like anarchy there's a lot of like to and from like who was actually there and like what was happening injuries and covid and stuff and it was still a 10 out of 10 and this show was just perfect there was only the right amount of matches on the show there wasn't anything that we thought ah well could do without that like even the match we weren't really that interested in we still enjoyed and there was entertainment yeah. out of it. So, like, honestly, like, I say this every time, right? And the people that listen to this either go to WrestleZone or work for WrestleZone, right? But see if you you don't fall into either of those categories. Get yourself up to Aberdeen for one of these shows. They're, all, they're always on a Saturday, right? So, you know, it's a convenient 
time to go up because obviously if it's in Aberdeen, you're probably going to have to stay overnight um, just with the way travel works and stuff like that. But you go up, spend a wee Saturday morning in Aberdeen, have a wee look around the shops. There's not many, but have a look around in the shops, get yourself something to eat, go to wherever the venue is. Go to go, Plan 9, which is a go, really good comic book shop. Go to Plan 9, right? Go to Cadona's, get us on the waltzers, right? Aye. Go Carton. Exactly, it. right? Get yourself to a show. Honestly, you will have one of the best nights of your life at these shows. And once you get invested in the stories and the characters and who's on these shows, there's no turning back. Like, we know one match for Halloween hijinks. And yes, it may be the main event, right? So I get that's a big match, you know. But we know one match and we're already dead cert, we're gone. Like, also, yeah, do you want to know something? This is, so anyone knows me, they know that I don't mince my words. I will be very honest, whether people like it or not. And something I will genuinely say, I have been to ICW. I have been to local shows. I've been to Discovery. I've been to a progress show. WrestleZone, honestly, my favourite overall experience because I like the people on it. I like the actual wrestling side of it. It's always a fun time. I'm genuinely invested. No one's a nonce or a creep, whatever you want to call them. That helps. Um, but do you know what I mean? Things like that. But genuinely, I've been to some, I've been to some cool shows in my time. Um, but overall, the overall, like everything part of it, the like if you take everything into consideration, my favourite shows to go to. And like Kyle said, I wouldn't waste my Saturday. Like so, basically, we spend a whole weekend traveling to and from and all that. We wouldn't waste our time when we work all week and we don't get a lot of time off to go to Aberdeen spend the money we have to spend and stuff and do all that if we didn't care for it, which I think, again, says a lot um, that we're doing that. And I'm not just saying, like, oh, it's a big deal we do it. I don't mean just us, but I mean the fact that there's people that would do all that says a lot. And also, we are very lazy people. If we didn't want to leave the house, we wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes it's hard for me to go to the shops down the road because it's kind of bothered. Um, and I'm going to be Aberdeen. So, um, yeah, no, we have family there, but still... Um, we hardly see them when we go. We literally just go for the wrestling. So, yeah, stuff like that. Like, we genuinely really enjoy it. But I feel like something. We didn't speak about the the big thing that's happening at the next show. There's Which someone is? who's been announced. Yes. Grado's going. He is indeed. Yourself. It's yourself. One of the good lads. Which, again, is mental, because he doesn't really do much wrestling these days. My dad's favourite wrestler. He's on telly, do you know what I mean? Like, he barely, he barely wrestles these days, um, but he's, he's coming up for, for wrestling. So, my dad, not a wrestling fan, doesn't care about it, nothing at all, but he absolutely loves Grado because he listens to him on the radio, right? He listens to him on, well, not the radio, his podcast he does, right? So, my dad loves Grado. So, I've not told him yet that he's going. He's going to be raging. Do you know what I mean? My, my dad loves him. Um, but anyway, it's really cool. Takes on to our next part, though. Try to say what your plans are for Halloween, Kyle, at the Halloween show. Well, I mean, I don't really have any plans, per se. Um, but I have got an outfit in mind that I'll be planning over the next couple months. So, um, if anyone knows me, especially, any excuse to dress up cosplay etc i'm all for it right 
I don't care. I'm okay making an absolute fool of myself. It's what I do. Kyle never dresses up, but Kyle's buzzing to dress up. So of course it's a Halloween show. We're both going to dress up. But this is where, if you're mental enough to still be listening, which you won't be, it might be like one person, but if you are still listening, I would like to find out who should I dress up as for Halloween? Of course, it needs to be wrestler-based. I do have a couple of cosplays, but I thought I'll put it out to yourselves. Who should I go as? Who should I be for Halloween? And if you convince me, maybe that'll be who I'll be. So that'll be fun. And we have one final question before we wrap up, and it's from my mum, Wendy Watt, um, who asks, how hungover was Kayleigh on Sunday? Now, we don't have to go into too much detail and embarrass Kayleigh, um, but this is now kind of a regular thing um, where not only are we going up for the wrestling, um, Kayleigh has also now used it as an excuse for a piss-up. so, uh, likes a wee, likes a wee Bev after the show. I think because it, it ends quite reasonably, it ends yeah. like half nine. So by the time you get back to the hotel, get changed, go to the pub, you can get a few drinks and have a, have a wee laugh and go home. So Kaylee has been enjoying this now, um, last couple of shows. Now I don't think it's going to happen going forward, um, given what happened this weekend. Uh, well, I did say we'll that. See. I said I would never do it again, right? But now I forgot how bad that I was on Sunday, and I'm like, let's go. Here we go. Um, do you know what I mean? It's just my Glaswegian nature. So I don't drink often, but um, if someone asks, I'll, I won't say no. It's rude. Um, no, I, it was disgusting. Um, do you know my biggest problem is, right? And again, anyone from Aberdeen will understand it wasn't the drinking that was a problem. Yeah, I might have taken it too far. When did I know? On the way back, though, I decided to stop at this absolutely rank-looking chippy. And the chips smelled like someone took a piss in them, right? But I was drunk, and I was like, I'll eat them. I'll eat anything right now. I'll eat a tramp shoe. Um, the minute that those chips touched me, oh, that was game over games a bogey I was out out for the count I decided to walk home and the next day Kyle showed me videos that I'd sent him of me singing um Bob's Burgers songs because I thought it was hilarious um got home apparently was convinced now I don't know where this came from I don't know how I was okay but when the air hit me outside I just turned into an absolute psychopath but when I went home well home the hotel apparently I kept telling Kyle that I was in pep um, the football manager and what was I shouting in your face? That's pretty much it, yeah that you're Pep Guardiola I thought it was hilarious um, because I am one in fantasy football and I am Pep so that makes sense and yeah, it was a thing the next day though, we went for Kyle's dad's birthday meal which was a carvery which for anyone else who has been hungover and potential food poisoning from eating the stankiest chips they've ever had um, having to sit and smell the meat like as you want to just end your life I was sweating in places you couldn't sweat honestly it was disgusting um, 10 out of 10 would not recommend to a friend will I do it again next time? aye will I probably still be dressed up because it will be Halloween? aye so 
let's see what happens. Absolutely. So yeah, that was our uh, WrestleZone Battle of the Nations experience. If you have any questions or any topics you'd like us to discuss in the podcast, then please reach out to us um, however you'd like to. But best place is KK WrestlePod on Twitter. Kaylee, is there anything you'd like to plug before we wrap up? I was going to say that I put a joke there, so I'll to myself. Uh, you can follow me if you want, but I just talk about a crap, so you can follow me on Twitter, which I think is Kayla Laugh. You can follow me on Instagram, same. Um, I don't know, find me on LinkedIn. You find me, you have me. Um, or whatever. Yeah, you can follow me if you want, but unless you want to just see absolute nonsense, there's no point. You're best just finding us on um, the WrestlePod one. We are on TikTok. We are on YouTube, which is probably where you're listening, watching this. We are on Spotify. We're on everything. We can be on your mom's radio if you really want us to be. Do you know what I mean? So that's a thing. But we have a lot of things lined up. And this time we mean it. It's not just a bag of shite this time. Um, we have, what I say? Oh, yeah, we've just got random things coming up. Random shows. Um, we might have guests. We might have a review from Clash at the Castle. We might be going. No flicks. I mean, we are um, going. We are going. I'm very excited. We have the tickets. Yeah. So that was exciting. Um, so we've got a lot of things coming up. But it would be interesting. We do kind of want to get a lot more participation from you. Let's find out topics you want us to talk about and all that and stuff. Again, if you really want to see me rant, we can have a rant corner. I'm always here. I'm always here for cameos if you want me to shout at someone. It's fine too. And drinks. I'm always here for drinks. Okay. <laughs> uh, so with that in mind, <laughs> please make sure to like, subscribe, leave us a wee comment um, on the YouTube on Spotify, make sure you follow us um, and leave us a wee five-star review. Anything else that you're listening to us on, do all the good stuff. Uh, that has been Kinky's Wrestle Factory. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>